so it's been 40 plus days since I've been working from home. Oh, wow. How crazy is that? That's pretty nuts. Like, I, I can't believe that I've gotten used to this normal now. For me, it's kind of like... Not a like, big deal. Like you're already, you're, you're I was already always in an introvert. And out of the house you're anyway. an introvert regardless. So it, it oh, didn't yeah. really like affect you in that yeah. aspect, right? Like you don't really go out other than just to like grab shit. I will say though, I kind of do miss doing Uber a little bit just mm -hmm. because like I did have some good interactions. Most of yeah, the time yeah. people are silent, but it was also a reason to get out on the road, drive, listen to podcasts. Yeah. Like it's a, I like that time. I really did. Like even when you're driving back or you, you have like a cool person you pick up, but outside of that, not a huge change. For what I've been kind of doing at least the last like week and a half or so, I've just been walking. Like I go I'll out walk. and like I'll burn and then I'll like walk. Like I've been walking five kilometers for the last like seven days. Every day. I walk wow. five kilometers. It takes about an hour. Not too bad. I'll just do loops around like some of the small crescents and stuff around here. But like it, it just helps that like I'll listen to a podcast or something. Yeah, that's I love doing that. Like like I it, that. like I used to commute all the time, right? That's when I would listen to my podcast. Do now I'm slowly starting to get behind on it too. You said you used to do it when you yeah. Uber and stuff, right? So or or like when I'm baking, right? But because mm -hmm. of my stomach issue right now, I'm kind of been the same food, so I'm not really making a lot of different foods and things mm -hmm. like that. So I'm like, when am I going to listen to my podcast? But yeah. I am actually getting it in enough, like. Any chance I have where, let's say I go downstairs to make food for like 20 minutes, headphones on, podcast, yeah. go to the wash and brush my teeth, podcast. I, I crawl into bed about half an hour before I go to sleep until my mom, because she's watching TV, yeah, style, yeah. podcast. I just listen to one. Until I'll, tell, I'll tell Kendall like certain days, I'll be like, you do you, I'm going to do me. I'll play like NBA and just listen to the podcast. Because oh, yeah. NBA, you don't really need the, the, the volume or anything, right? No. So I'll just do something so I can listen to my fucking podcast. Yeah. Whether it's drive, whether it's walk, whether whatever the fuck it is, and right? The Rogans, what I do is if I'm going to browse something, like if I'm going on Reddit or I'm reading oh, yeah. stuff, I have that podcast going on in a tab. Okay, like vid, uh, the video. video version yeah. is playing on a on a separate tab. I and try to keep the Rogan ones just as audio, and all oh. the other ones on a week to week basis. <laughs> I'm I try to do video. The, direct opposite. the opposite, eh? I have only video for Rogan and mm -hmm. King and the Sting. Yeah, that's a TV and, um, show. Like you made a good point when you said that it's initially. A TV like show. it's more of a TV show than it's a podcast. You listening to the audio that when they're like roasting pictures and stuff? Yeah, like, yeah. No, I can't see what's going on. You don't get the jokes. No, and the other one is uh, I like Morning Combat, but. That was with the that's Luke Thomas and Brian Campbell. Campbell. I need the video version of that because they I like their format. They have like topic one, topic two, topic three. I have to be able to skip it because they do boxing topics. Oh yeah, yeah. Yesterday true. they did a topic on their top five album choices. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about yeah, your yeah. guns and people are shit. digging for topics right now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. So that one I need to be able to forward because I'm like, yeah. okay, topic one is MMA, cool. Topic three was like David Haynes a boxer. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> skip, skip, skip. Even Rogan like. There's some points where they get onto a good topic. You want to listen to it. Then there's others where it's like, okay, this is Rogan telling his guest what we, the listener, have heard like 20 times with other guests already. That's so so you just want it in the background while I'm doing it. other shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I actually, I'm actually listening to the Donnell Rawlings one because I ran out. I actually yeah. spent. You told me that you didn't even want to bother with that one. No, just but I'm two hours in today. Wow. Like, <laughs> so I did. I did a three podcast today. Actually, I finished Bad Friends because that podcast is fucking I love hilarious. It. I love it's like Bad one of my Friends. favorite fucking podcasts. I love Bad Friends. I. uh I, did you say it? Did you, you, you do the audio, the, right? I listened you to the, the Whitney and uh, Andrew one too. Yeah, that one that wasn't was that good. bad, right? That was fucking. Do you jokes. know what was funny about that one? I'm listening to it, 
And I had to keep reminding myself this is Whitney's podcast because Andrews just dominated it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like he yeah. took He's over, like it. he was the host. It was, it was hilarious. Great. It was so good. Like he started to flip it back on her in terms of, like the relationship stuff. But I, that's the first time I've actually really heard him like be as 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 transparent about his relationships as he's ever been well, but then again there's no other podcast that will actually that's, like push him like Whitney that right? always does that with all the male guests she yeah. has to ask relationship type questions he seems like the type of guy that tries to downplay his he's married but he tries yeah. to downplay it to the point that he's not married and i you know when there's there's always podcasts or a year where like especially whitney's podcast i guess you don't listen to it that often but there's times where she calls out comedians not not by name but by saying they're like they really downplay their relationship so they can go out there and fuck around as much as possible. I don't find Andrew downplays. I feel like he's like Rogan. He's not going to give you any details, but he does yeah. mention his wife yes. a lot. But he doesn't say anything about her. Nothing. But that, but not that makes her me think with like like when Whitney calls those guys out. I'm like, is she talking about these I, guys? Because I, so. I could see, I could almost see it. Like they're fucking super famous. I'm sure they would take advantage of this if they could. You I know feel what I mean? like Santino's wife, based on the little we can gather, is probably just as cool as him and that's I, the I don't vibe think that like, i got too yeah i don't think he needs to like like, the, like go elsewhere like i think he's happy with it right? the one part where they're talking about like oh uh when he's like oh if she comes in and you're uh you're watching a video do you pause the video and talk to her he goes no i watched the video i tell her to wait yeah. <laughs> i'm like he would totally do that and i could co- totally understand that and her being cool with he, it he'll like throw in like random remarks while telling a true story and yeah. then say something outlandish yeah. He's like, he doesn't allow it in bad friends, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, or something like it's like um And then she, I fucking she, killed her. What? No, yeah. What? And then she grabbed the remote and muted, and then I punched her in the face, obviously, because you don't fucking do that. And he does this so deadpan <laughs> yeah. too, which is the best part about it too. Just because, that's why I love his comedy so I much too. It. I feel like him and Delia are almost the same. I'm not sure if you've ever seen Santino's stand-up. He had one stand-up special on Amazon Prime and Kendall had like a free trial or something to it, so I watched it. And it's mainly like Chicago-based stuff. Because he's a Chicago guy, right? So he's talking about a lot of Chicago type of comedy, but he not as funny as he is as like a it's podcaster. Like it's that. weird. Delia is like the prime example, example number one in terms of guys that like are way funnier when they're talking but off the he, cuff. It's so extreme, just, though. It's it, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like one of the funniest people to <clears throat> me. One of my favorite entertainers, easily. But the thing that he does for a living. I think he's one of the worst I've ever seen. But that that's a funny thing like too. Because garbage. comedy comedy stand-up allows you to be as silly as he normally is. But it still seems like he he puts certain restrictions on himself there's, when he's on stage. There's something not authentic. Like you can tell it's an act. I, I think that also he's trying to appease to a wider crowd, whereas the podcast is selectly just his fans and it's they know smarter. exactly how he is. His podcast is way smarter humor where he's like yeah. actually making funny, good observations and stuff like that. But remember, remember that one silly thing? too. Remember that one thing that was such a funny bit, but then he said he couldn't make it work in a stand-up and he's doing it in the podcast. Yeah, and you're and like, this is amazing. I thought, oh, uh, it was the, the baseball announcer. The baseball one. He's like, oh, I couldn't find a way to make it work. I'm like, it's Dude, hilarious. It's yeah. This is how I know your stand-up sucks compared to your podcast. I, I, th- I think it's great that he's do- he, while well, he was attempting to do the Congratulations podcast as a stand-up, as a show, as a live show. That's much better than actually so going much. out there and doing rehearsed material. He, he, he literally comes off like a guy who's on crack on stage because yeah. he's jittery yeah and he's he seems insecure and weird like he's like i hope these guys like me like yeah. he's got that weird but he should do it more him. so as like no matter who's coming to see him he's yeah. treating them like his podcast fans. his podcast is so like opposite where he's like he's totally i don't give a fuck crystalia mm-hmm. like i'll say what i want you yeah. turn this shit off i don't give a fuck but the stand-up one is almost like he's hoping they i, I hope they like me i hope they like yeah. me like i get that which vibe. is weird considering how long he's been doing it for 
And they talk about what's the talk? Dalia never misses a day. Yeah. Get better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you do it every day, then get funnier. What's going on here? I don't understand. I think he's gonna make. Well, he's still making tons of fucking money regardless. Well, that's. I I, I actually thought this too. I'm like, you know what? I don't like his stand up, but I'm really glad he gets he gets money off of it yeah. because I like him and it's he it it in turn allows him to do the podcast and do other stuff. So he coupled in good. Like for the people who like it, go. Please give him give him money. <laughs> give him money. Give him money. The, the, the sad part though <laughs> bags. <laughs> the sad part is though, like uh, he, he's kind of like going around to his friends and like saying, oh, look how good the, uh, the the special is doing, right? Which is, I get it. Like that's kind of his character and that's how he's trying to get the name out. Like how he did with Bad Friends. He called him up or sent Bobby a, a message saying, oh, podcast, or the, the, the special is doing really great. My my issue is he's going to think that's successful and that he's doing it. He's doing a good job. I, I, th- I, I think it's he, too Just a lot of that. people are seeing it. That's it. I think it's That's the late. only way it's successful is that a lot of people yeah. are seeing it because he's famous. I How many I, people are going to come back and watch the next one now though? Here's the I don't I think it's too late in terms of like that's just what his stand up is yeah and he's got enough of a crowd of whoever the fuck I think there's a lot of like dumb hot chicks probably maybe that like it too yeah but okay any of these guys though I don't think there's a single person or comedian that we listen to that I think is their stand up actually you know what the only exception is probably Rogan Rogan is the only one where stand up he's funnier he's than, his than his podcast everyone else their podcast that's the real them they're way funnier than their stand ups Callan yeah but Rogan's just not Diaz, silly or yeah. funny naturally I don't find him that funny or silly when he's just being himself but the way he pieces shit together is so good that his stand up is hilarious it's very well crafted though yeah but it's not his delivery <clears throat> like Delio mm-hmm. will say a line and you're like it's so funny, just the way he delivered it. Yeah. But Rogan, it's like his fun. His, his he doesn't have funny delivery. I know you don't watch the podcast as much as you actually listen to. Congratulations! But the one thing that he has down so well is his facial reactions. Like the I've way he's them. able to manipulate yeah, his face and shit. Yeah. Even during ah. his, his status. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the drive-by yeah. fucking eh, <laughs> or the fucking mic swing eh. <laughs> yeah. I actually saw that clip. Because I the heard the main one though. I heard I heard silence on the audio and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I think you sent me the clip and I'm like, oh, oh, oh I get Did you see the grenade eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. The grenade one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. He fucking tossed it and then just <laughs> <laughs> fucking kills me, dude. It's you, so good. Do you remember how he when it. um when he was talking about when he was a kid and someone said something stupid, and then he's and then uh, he's like, even then I knew that was dumb. <laughs> and 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 um, um and and that was actually my first. Eh. <laughs> and he does like a, like a high pitch for like a kid. Like, eh. <laughs> He's like, that's where it was born. <laughs> I wish it was more uh, like relevant that we could use that term a little bit. I guess you can. I guess amongst people that actually know it. But like, if I were to do it to a random person, I'd want Dude, them to kind of get it. <laughs> there's been a couple of times where I wanted. Like I said something in the group chat and yeah. I wanted to send the head sprung clip, but I just didn't have it on me. I, was like, ah, I don't want to go. I love it. how we have those saved and ready to go. Like I, some of them at least. I just, I just, now I can't, me and Zay will always die because I played that clip for him too. Anytime you hear, they call me Big Ellen. It just silences it. They call me Big Ellen. No, they don't. No, they don't. I need, I need a soundboard. We need something like that to fucking just throw 100%. in there. Um, let's, let's get to some MMA shit. Like what this is. The, the latest news that I've heard about anything is the fact that the May 9th event or May 16th, whatever. I don't even know which day it is. Pull up the card. Either way, it's going to be UFC 249. 
Oh, it is. It's not UFC 250. I thought they would actually go with 250. Um, no, uh, Brad Okamoto's like I don't like. He it. like made it funnily. He's I, like breaking. I would have preferred that 249 was scrapped so that we could easily document another time Ferguson and Khabib didn't happen. That, <laughs> that should be their yeah, their card. That's true. Well, we skipped events in the past. Remember yeah. UFC 151, yeah. UFC 178, I believe that was, was Aldo uh, Pettis. Aldo Mendez. Remember Aldo Mendez too. Oh, I thought that was Aldo Pettis. Oh, it was Aldo Pettis that Mendez jumped in. They what they did was when they, was that? They I'm... booked Pettis to get a title shot at featherweight. Yeah, yeah I, think I remember after that. After his Melendez fight, but they booked it in February for August, so six months out, and then like three months after, like I think Pettis got injured and pulled and then out, Mendes and then Mendes. So in. it wasn't really short notice because he still got like enough time for a camp. But yeah. It was but originally Pettis Aldo. And then uh two twenty something as well got skipped as well. They they booked it, it was like a January pay-per-view, yeah, and they tried getting Connor on it, but Connor wasn't available, and then they just scrapped the event. I think that was the same night there was a big Bellator card too. And then yeah, and they wanted one, to go head to head with that. Was Hendo. Exactly. Hendo Jones. Um so two forty nine. Let's look at what the card kind of looks like. Actually, you know what? Let me pull it up on uh Brad Akamoto had like the just, most recent card. Someone go cough or lick on her. <laughs> Like, lick him up. To, like, give him COVID, please. Make sure he pulled out. Which I know sounds terrible, but I'm also assuming that he'll be fine and beat it. Well, he just had a weight cut. Let's not forget about that. So this, this is healthy. what the card looks like. <clears throat> okay, let's start card. from the bottom. Oh, actually, well, yeah. Charles let's Rosa, Bryce Mitchell. Not fun. a bad fight. That's a fun fight. It's a fun fight. Bryce I like Mitchell. Bryce. He has a little bit of steam behind I him. I actually listened to the this past weekend. Oh, yeah, him. you listened yeah, to it? Was, it was I like good. him. It was not bad, right? I like him. He's that like perfect. That, that was the perfect podcast host. To have that guest. Yeah, that's why I listen to it. I'm like, this is, they're the same. They're from the same yeah, area. Exactly. Pretty much, right? And I like him because he's so unapologetically him. Oh, like, yeah, Like, he's yeah, like, yeah. I'm this. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I liked him. And he he's has smart. This, he has he's this, actually really smart. He's not that, but, well, yeah. And he's like super handy and shit as well. I mean, he has this running, yeah. <laughs> outside of the fact that he almost <laughs> drilled his dick off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. He has this running joke with Ariel where he like eats squirrel. And he's trying to oh, offer yeah. Ariel Squirrel <laughs> yeah. all the fucking I've seen time. That on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Charles Rosa, not that bad, came off of an impressive submission victory over Manny Bermudez. I remember that one. Okay. That was actually fun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this Luke next versus fight. Price. I, to me, that's Coleman event worthy on a fight night. I agree. Also, this is a terrible matchup for Nico Price. Well, they fought before. Nico and v- yeah, Luke uh, Darsh choked him last time they fought. They didn't fight before. No. They have, dude. <laughs> Nico Price? Yeah. <laughs> Luke and Nico Price fought? It's been a minute, no but way. they definitely fought. <laughs> um, See, normally if you say something like that, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember. I, Usually no, your I, fucking no. memory is way better There's than mine, There's no way they fought. They fought. They fought. See? Any Darcy. 2017. What the <laughs> fuck is this? I do not remember October that October 28th, 2017. That's crazy to me. What card was that? Now, Luke is way... Nico Machita Price Brunson. is Nico Price is tough and wild and can get you with those random things. He's not going to get Luke like that. I think this is a bad matchup for him. The only issue I have here is Luke's uh, possible deterioration in terms of his durability because guys taking he, so damage active. the last couple yeah. fights. He's, he Even was, Wonder Boy pieced him up. He was and way hit him. too active. Yeah, exactly. Very for, way for too active. For all those like wars he was in. Yeah, exactly. But he, the Wonder Boy fight was one of those where it's like okay, Luke lost, but. It felt like one of those fights where that's the fight where someone comes back from and looks like a new new fight. And much better fight. Like he I needed that exposure that. to a Wonder Boy. And you could also argue maybe he was just a little flat-footed from fucking five fights in a year. And they're like, how many wars? Well, 
okay, besides the Der- uh, Derek Grant's fight, which uh, that guy took on super show nurse, look at how much strikes. Barbarina, look at how many Perry, strikes he's absorbed in that amount of time. Barbarina and Perry were f- straight wars. Yeah. And then the Thompson fight. Holy, look at so how many his strikes. last four fights, only one of them was easy. The rest were like wars. But look at 169 strikes Bar- Barbarina landed on him. That was fucking war. 138 Stephen Thompson landed on him. 87, 87 by Mike, Mike Perry. Perry. Jesus we're Christ. closing in on what? Over uh, close to 300 strikes. It's good that he's taking time off. Right? And I like this matchup for him. I, I honestly, I don't foresee him taking skill much damage. Skill for skill? Absolutely. Agree. I think he finishes him. Easy. My my play here would have been the under two and a half, which is what they originally released it at. Bet Online released it at like minus 170 or something. So and then and everybody, yeah, my, minus two and a half. Then they switch it to one and a half now. So one and you a half, what? I'm not 100% sure. I would honestly still go with one and a half. I don't Luke know. is so technical and powerful, and price is so wild. Man, seven and a half minutes. You think it makes it there? I'll have to. I'll have to think about it. But uh, I think that's I, a round one finish. I think. I think Price has a little bit of a better chance than most people are giving him. He's strictly due to knockout power. Strictly due to knockout power. He'd have to get a flash thing. Yeah, but like, he's not like a fight. In, uh, sorry, intelligent fighter. So I just mm-hmm. don't. I don't see much happening. Fight doesn't that. go to decision. Minus four twenty five. Minus two sixty ish for Vicente Luque right now. That's insane. Um. Jacare against Uriah Hall, not like a bad fight. fight. I like this is kind of Uriah Hall's chance to go into the top five. I mean, I don't know how much a win over Souza means right now, but it's still something. I'd say top ten. Top. He's he's been in top ten though. Like finally make that leap to kind of close to contention. This is like. To me, it's like if Uriah Hall loses this fight, like stop fighting. Like, what are you doing at this point? Jacare is 38, 39. Yeah. He looked old. He's old and stiff and slow. I think he can still keep fighting, but he's probably not going to be considered as a top contender. This is your last Ever. chance to make it big. Yeah. Where is he at? Uriah Hall. Number 10. Okay. So he is number 10. Jacare is. Where's Jacare? He shouldn't be ranked. He was taken out after he went to fight Blakovitz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he even ranked at. Uh, yeah, he's 14 at light heavyweight. <laughs> That's dumb. Uh, but yeah, Uriah Hall beat number 14, Antonio Carlos Jr., and now he's number 10. Yeah, I, I think you're right. He, he should definitely come out the victory in this. I think he's the slight favorite like here, skill too. Skill-wise? No, he's the slight dog. Skill-wise, it's ridiculous. Yeah. This guy's never even he sniffed the really top five. He looked really good in his last fight, too. I bet against him. Heavy. Okay, I wouldn't Antonio say Carlos really Jr. good. Really good in the stand-up, which is where he should be looking good. Mm-hmm. But he's still eked out a win after getting held in position got his back taken held up against the cage he needs to like somehow fix up the grappling because the he clearly gets mentally stifled during fights mm-hmm. and he can't open up with his striking because he's always worried about trying to defend this grappling if he could open up his striking he's like what one of the top guys ever like he's so good i think i think he's in a good camp now with save sayud for his so, mma man. those guys are fucking killing you now that guy's a coach is really going to get there. Though. So he's I think that killer. coach could do it. I think uh, Safe Guy could get him in that mental capacity. I hope so, I don't, don't want to break down each and every single fight strictly due to the fact that we don't know if this fight's this event's no, going to we'll happen. Just, yeah, yeah, I mean, going. we'll just keep skimming through I it. I like this fight. As far as the Watersons is a fun fight. You know what I mean? For the strawweights, that's a good fight. Olenek versus Verdum is fun heavyweights. We could possibly Dude, see a not? grappling fest. Olenek is crap and old at this point. Verdum is coming off for a two-year layoff and yep. 41 got knocked out. Why the fuck not? Uh, DeCastro-Hardy, decent sure. fight. Another uh, fight for Hardy to start uh, improving himself, but DeCastro is a very heavy puncher. Could make things interesting. Stroni versus Pettis, don't really mind it. It's the time to make it, but it's kind of weird in this sense. Think about this. Donald Stroni's coming off a three-fight losing streak, right? He's still ranked number six. That's stupid. So if Anthony Pettis wins this fight, he gets right back into the top five of the lightweight division. Mm-hmm. 
Or sorry, actually, no, he'll this go to is six or seven. Huh? This is actually, they're going to do it at 170. I remember seeing the report initially, but it's going to be oh, a yeah, fight that's at 170. Right, right, yeah. So that doesn't really matter much. But it, actually, th- there's a very interesting question that I heard on, I forgot what podcast it was. Who who needs this victory more? Yeah, uh, that was on Below the Belt. Was it? Okay. I, would, yeah. I would say uh, Cerrone because Pettis, I feel like, we've already made up our minds on what we get with him. Like, we're not expecting him to leap the rankings and go get a title shot. So who gives a fuck if he loses? Like, Pettis has hit his ceiling. He he, he gets beaten quite often now. Mm-hmm. Cerrone, he kind of only... He's on this bad streak, and before he got on a streak at welterweight, like, you could argue he shouldn't have been at welterweight anyway. And now his recent streak, he's been facing all killers in, like, mm-hmm. a year. He's probably too active. But outside of those, he doesn't lose a lot. He actually wins most of, like, almost all his other fights. Pettis is more like, eh, like, unless you're fighting a good stylistic matchup, you're probably going to lose, and you're going to lose the same way over and over. This is the time for Cerrone to get a win over Pettis. So I would say Cerrone needs it more, because I feel like the jury's kind of already written out on I think we, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Pettis and Bellator come this time next year. 100%. Or even after this Pettis is never going to get his takedown defense good enough to, to mess with these top guys at lightweight go to fucking bellator where they they won't do as well with it bro you got um ben ben henderson there again fucking beat his ass again because you mm. always win <laughs> yeah you got mike chandler though there's good matchups there his brother went there had why one not? decent fight so far why not uh, yeah Stroni, i feel like needs to stick in the ufc a little bit more and i think the ufc wants him to stick around a little bit more it's than pettis too right way more important for Stroni. i think i think if Stroni comes out here and beats pettis the writing's on the wall. Like it's it's Bellator. Like it's about his he brother's already done. there. Like we said, his brother He's, is already there. So the door's already open for him to get over there. Truthfully, like Pettis's last fight, um, what the fuck, Diego Ferreira, that that was probably like one of the like not worst in terms of like skill wise. He looked horrible, but just he kind of quit to me, didn't it? it he always quits. Like, That's it, why I bet as heavy just, as I did on Ferreira. Like it, it didn't like it didn't feel like he he tried or cared like he just it's, got it's totally pressure. owned see that that's why he could be competitive in this fight against Stroni because Stroni isn't he as much pressure. of a pressure fighter as he's these a, other guys that he's been beating and slow low. starter Anthony Pettis beat him in what two and a half minutes the first time they yeah, fought yeah, yeah he could easily do it again but that was also a super confident I'm gonna fucking kill everybody Pettis now that Pettis yeah. has got all these losses he's the a little gun shy did they release odds for this fight I don't think so oh they did plus 105 Stroni so Pettis is a slight favor here. I, w- I would I would take the money on Cerrone. What's the fight doesn't go to decision? Minus one. Honestly, though, here's the problem with even betting on Cerrone, though. He's lost three times in a row, and I know that they were all to top guys, but he still took a lot of damage. So is this the, the end of Donald Cerrone? Like, is this the time mm-hmm. where he just starts losing to everybody? Because he can't take a shot. I don't know. That's definitely a fight I don't want to bet on. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably Fuck not going to bet on it at the end of the day, especially with the line being as close as it is. Okay, yeah. This fight... The Stevens second, versus Qatar. The second I saw this booking, I th- I wanted to message you, there's your lock of the night. And then I Qatar. saw Calvin Cater minus 250. I'm like, fuck yeah. No, there's, no my, there's like zero way Stevens wins this, in, in my opinion. I don't... He's, Possible knockout blow, but that's Yeah, but it. what is Cater time? the best at boxing? Yeah. He's a yeah, monster. Yeah. Minus 265. I wouldn't even mind laying that money, actually. Minus you know 265 is not too bad. You know what you're going to get with Stevens, and I just think that Caters beats him everywhere. Well, I, well, I, I was looking for something to parlay initially. Uh, maybe even Nganu and Cater wouldn't be too bad. Well, Nunes is off the card, <clears throat> by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, she's already that's confirmed that with. she's not fighting. What's uh, minus 290 Nganu, minus 260, minus 117 parlay? Not bad. 
not too bad. Uh, let's move to that fight, actually, and Gano and Rosenstrike. That's a fight that we've, we're supposed to get a little Fuck bit of going yeah. out. That's a I great fight. I love this. I love this fight. I just love to see Ngannou in there. I don't I'm, care who it is. I'm kind of with Shab. Fucking Shab. put Greg Hardy in there. I don't give a fuck. I'm kind of with Shab where he says, like, this is his most anticipated. This might be my most anticipated yeah. fight on this card. Okay. Ferguson Gage is going to be a good fight, but I'm not fucking anticipating that. I want that canceled. <laughs> I want it gone. And no. I want Ferguson healthy until september wait, 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 wait. fine if the fight Shut happens up. you're telling me you're looking forward to Nganu and rosenstrike over gage and ferguson yeah because i don't take want away the x factors take away no, the, i don't want that fight to happen. take away all no. that extra no because he did a fight as itself exactly but listen to my reasoning right the only way that fight is better than Nganu rosenstrike is if you get of a bit of a war now that fucking means that he won't be ready for Khabib. So I don't want any of this. I don't want a good fight. I want Tony to either flatline him ASAP or take him down and dar him right away and yeah. take no punishment. Or if you take punishment, eat a few shots for the first round. You still got four months to recover for Khabib. I'm okay with that. That's cool. But I'm going to be such a nervous wreck watching that fight. <laughs> like, don't tell me everybody at home is not going to be... Gaethje's fucking parents are probably going to be rooting for Tony in that fight. <laughs> Nobody wants Tony Khabib canceled. Nobody. I don't know. Once the event starts, then I'm going to completely accept it and be like, all right, Ferguson's fighting Gaethje. Well, okay. I'm just going to go out there I'm, and fucking enjoy I'm it. I'm actually of the mindset where I've already accepted that this is going to happen because I think the UFC is going to pull this I haven't completely up. accepted it. Really? Yet, I think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to happen. But my only consolation is Gaethje's only had about three to four weeks of proper, maybe five at the most, of proper uh, training. training. And he's a pressure fighter pushing the pace. You're never going to tire out Tony. So if anybody's gassing first, it's him. So I hope I hope he just kind of unloads gases and gets darsed. That's the only... Like, I'm just so worried about Ferguson taking too much punishment. And then he decides to fucking cut 24 pounds <laughs> yeah that's no another goddamn thing. reason oh champ shit only bro <laughs> I, get, I get the mental aspect cso <laughs> i get the mental aspect but hey let's use some logic yeah you're depleting your brain and now you're going to do another weight cut four weeks later against He's, a hard hitter let's not do this do you remember what division he won the ultimate fighter at was that 170 or 155 no, it was, uh, oh it was it was actually 170 right was it 170 Ramsey, Nijim, and him were, they were well to yeah. determine for that. So, yeah, he did kind of do a little bit of a weight cut back to back weeks, but not like 155. So, I guess it makes like a little pounds, bit more. Yeah. Like, this is a big. Um, yeah. Uh, one, again, once the event starts, I'm going to be completely okay with the fight happening and just enjoy whatever the fuck we get out of it. Don't tell me you're not going to fucking be. Sad. I'll be pissed if Gaethje wins. If Gaethje wins. Of Nobody wants pissed. him to win. But but I'm trying I'm trying to look at it as the perspective of somebody that's just watching a fight for strictly entertainment, not the strings that are attached yeah. to it. Here's that's here's what I'm trying to talk though. about. Even if Gaethje wins, you could still get to Khabib Tony if Tony just gets one win. Almost like a you got screwed over too many times. Yeah. Just fucking have your fight. Yeah. But it's got to be quick. But if Gaethje wins, it's no longer the greatest UFC fight ever. That's, it is the greatest tough. UFC fight Statistically, ever right it's now. a great, greatest canceled. fight. Canceled. No fight has this story. No. What fucking fight has been canceled five times? And not only just a fight that's been canceled five times, but the the most talent ever in a fucking fight yeah. ever. And that's the fight that gets canceled. Five. What is happening here? It's it's like, not like the know. it's not like the GSP or Anderson Silva or Lesnar and uh, uh, Lesnar and Fedor because those fights were never booked. Yeah, right. no, these fights no, have been booked five, five times. times five That's the difference and between these things. And here's the crazy part. Here's an interesting stat. I think Khabib and Tony are both on 12 fight win streaks. Uh, Ferguson's on, well, Khabib is on a 29 fight win streak. Uh, UFC. Let's see. Khabib. UFC streaks. I don't. 
but pre UFC do doesn't pre- matter, bro. <laughs> How many it's guys serious. are like fourteen and zero, and then their UFC record is like two and eight? Like what <laughs> the so fuck? True. What's going on, Hector here? Lombard? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, so in the UFC, he started seventeen and zero. Come on, and now he's twenty nine and zero or twenty eight. Twelve, and 0. Tw- only eight. Okay, so, so I believe. Oh, right. Okay. One, let me do my. Let me do my mind. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, oh, 12. 10, 11, 12. Okay. Because you have to count the seventeen. Yeah, I guess you. you right. Yeah, it's eleven. Yeah, it's a, it's a gap fuck of math. eleven, which you have to count. Shut up, fuck so math. twelve. <laughs> I believe Tony's at twelve. I so think he's at twelve. Think of think of this. If Tony wins and we we get that fight booked again, what other fight would have a champion as dominant as being someone who has a twelve fight winning streak, yet the challenger has him beat? For yeah, the that's true. What the fuck? I, th- I want to. How do you have a twelve fight winning streak as a champion, and the challenger is a better streak than you? Yeah, it, yeah. It's crazy that he hasn't had an undisputed title shot since never since this craziness. So what? One, two, three, four, they just took five, his intro six, belt. seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve. Yeah, twelve and twelve. They're God, twelve and 12. I don't know why the fuck I thought it was thirteen. No. But yeah, and most of them by finish too. RDA yep. decision. Um, Josh Thompson decision. Danny Castillo split decision. All other all other finishes, he's had a couple dart chokes in there as well. Three, three dart chokes, Dude, insane. After Poirier got that guillotine as close as he did on Khabib, Tony locks in a fucking darts, man. <laughs> it's Jeez. the same thing. Like people, every, people keep pulling up the Kevin Lee getting full mount on Tony Ferguson. Then I can pull up the Dustin okay. Poirier getting as deep of a guillotine as he did. Dude, you know what it's I mean? Styles, man. Like it is. Even with Khabib, he's more about control versus passing, whereas Kevin Lee is going to try and pass quicker. It's a totally different type of grappling. I think uh, Khabib is a heavier ground and pounder as well, too. But I expect Tony to get into those positions, but get out too. Yeah, I think I expect even, him. Even when Lee got mounted, yeah, he mounted and then he was swinging away. But if you watch Ferguson, he didn't, didn't act really like hit. he was scared or yeah. in trouble. Like he was kind of like moving. And then as soon as the round ended, he got up all calm. Like he didn't yeah. give a fuck. Like, well, big deal. No big deal. I, I just need a resolution to this problem. Like I need, I need this, 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 this problem of Tony Ferguson versus Khabib to just fucking work itself out so people can finally shut yep. the fuck up. 2020 has been a shitty year. Let's at least get one yeah. highlight. Let's start it off. For, or let's end it off. Khabib. Could Watch, you imagine? It was, you'll like be so funny. Card, you'll be fucking card. hilarious if the fight starts. Khabib shoots, gets Dars right away. Imagine waiting that long and that's how it ends. <laughs> I would have loved a, maybe even like a flying knee, like a Macedal, oh aspirin style Okay, that would be a cool how way crazy. to end it early. I mean, but. just a kick. Like just, I love everything about that Masvidal and Askren KO just due to the fact like he planned it out so much. It doesn't seem like it's something that was planned. But oh, the totally fact planned. that like they had training video on it too. But in terms of like setting it up, like slowly walking towards yeah. Askren and yeah. then quickly jumping because yeah. Askren's going to go to his just his reflexes and go for a takedown. He knew he, it right away. He knew how Askren ducked in. So he literally circled to that side. Just walked, the angle. Like then strolled. knew. Okay, if I just suddenly make a move to run, his instinct is going to be to Wrestle, dive, yeah. and he does that sloppy dive. It was perfectly planned. It was, it was, it was so calculated. Beautiful. It was perfectly so calculated. Beautiful. Uh, and then lastly, Suhudo Cruz. That's something yes. that came out of nowhere. I don't mind it. I don't it, mind it. It, it, it. Like no, no, he does not deserve a title shot, Dominic Cruz. But Suhudo, <laughs> Suhudo, it doesn't just make wants sense. The names. It Suhudo, doesn't make sense. But it I should be Pierre more than Aldo. It sh- definitely should be Yan. Oh, easily. But or or Sterling. You can uh, make Ster- a- Sterling's coming off an injury um, and a surgery, right, so I don't can, like getting a title shot. Off rankings wise, you can make a case yeah. for Sterling. I Sterling would go with and Yan, though. Yeah, I think Yan because Sterling's also been off for longer, so I think Yan is the number one guy. Sohudo just wants those names, though. He's only. But the funny out the thing names. is, 
how much of a name is Cruz really going to help you, you get more I, money? I was kind of thinking of that too. Like even when he called out Frankie, I'm like, these are hardcore. There's nobody at those those smaller weight classes. These aren't these aren't casual. Are gonna matter. It's not going to matter. They're, they're not big to the casuals. The ones he's calling out, it is a little. Only Uriah was kind of like big. Even to the Cruz, casuals. like when Cruz, when when the UFC he was, was really dropping. No, he, wasn't. he was not a draw ever. Nope. You, Cruz has never been a draw, even when he was a champ at WBC and stuff. It's always been hardcore. Is that knowing? It, it it makes no sense in terms of saying that just because Dominic Cruz has more of a name value that he's going to get paid more. First Maybe. of all, he's not even the top seeding of the of the of the event. So how much more yeah. of a pay per view buys okay. is he going to get? Maybe you know I mean? there like, is some like okay, when it's all said and done on my resume, I wanted to say I beat Dominic Cruz is one of the best in twenty twenty. I know after a what three years right? Have you noticed with fighters, they don't seem to give a shit when they fight a legend? No. Like some, like people, Yair is still talking about how like, he you know, PJ. how we beat, how, oh, it's like a big name to be. I'm like, who but it doesn't yeah. matter, but they don't give a fuck. Cause on the record, it says BJ Penn, you beat him. Right. So it might be one of those, like, I want to tick, tick off this box. I beat the greatest flyweight. I'm sorry. Yeah. I beat the greatest flyweight in DJ. I beat the that's greatest. That's the most reputable weight. one. That's, that's the most reputable thing he has yeah. on his record. I'd say. The I personally say TJ because even though DJ was the bigger win, I didn't really feel like it was a win-win. TJ, he he won. He, like, he like in terms of the out. decision he, itself you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, like he actually beat TJ, whereas it's disputable if you even beat DJ. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, I don't Aldo. mind the fight. Like I, 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 I'm actually intri- intrigued. What are, what are the odds? Better than Aldo. Better than Aldo. Plus 210 Dominic Cruz, in my opinion, is a little bit wide. It's a plus little wide. Ten? Dude, I was just about to say, like, it should probably be around minus 200 to plus 160 for Cejudo. Plus 210 at Dominic Cruz. That's, that's, Mr. Uh, some I don't value. have fucking ring rust. Dominic Cruz. Remember the Takeo Mizugaki fight? That was the first fight he came back. Dude. After a huge fucking layoff. Then he took another year and a half off after another and ACL beat TJ. and beat the champion <laughs> in his first fight. Yeah. Ring rust? Dominic Cruz, if you've heard his training, though, he does like a full six week or like 10 week camp. Then goes into his real training camp. He does a pre-camp. That's, That's why he doesn't have rust. Mm-hmm. That's also why he can't fucking fight that often. Because of all that goddamn training and bouncing on his feet and he fucks his body He's up a very too much. mobile fucking fighter. How who else? Who else was off for three years? Comes back, finally, for a minute. Then's off another year and a half. Comes back to three fights in a, in a year, finally. And then is off again for three and a half years. What the fuck kind of a... 35 years old. He's actually younger than Tony Ferguson, which is interesting. Yeah, but he's also tiny. He's tiny, It's yeah. not a good division to be at 35 Especially with his fighting style. What yeah. you need, you know. Like, even one of the the sections of his thing is it says string, string of, of injuries. injuries. <laughs> like, yeah, this is probably the most injury-ridden fighter at the highest level that you could possibly see. He, he could or easily... Velasquez, you can throw if that If he out wasn't out with all those injuries, then you could easily argue he's like pound-for-pound discussions. Imagine what he could have done oh, in that easily. time. He was fucking like 25-1 and one at one point. Yeah. And the only loss, he beat the guy twice Favorite. after that. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Even now, he's still like 25-2, and two, right? His only other loss is Garbrandt. Even the Cody fight, when you hear about two. that, that's true. He was so beaten up going into that fight because that was his third fight in a year after coming back, and he's like, "I was pushing myself too much to fight more frequently," mm-hmm. and just all that training throughout that year it seemed to really fuck him up. I, f- I feel bad for the dude because uh, right when the UFC really absorbed the WEC is when he got fucked. Yep, and that was his prime time to really make a that name was for his himself. Prime. He literally lost, I think, from. 27 to 30 years old like what the fuck like dude one two three four five six ufc fights since 2011 
That's nine, nine years. years. Six fights. He's averaging one fight every one and a half years. That's ridiculous. That's insane, dude. That's ridiculous. That's fucking crazy. For one of the greatest ever. I totally forgot that he defended the title against Scar Jorgensen. WEC. <laughs> oh, and, oh, and WEC. I was like, when did he do that in the UFC? Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. Favor, no in the WEC. Yeah. That was the same event. Uh, that was our last event, actually. Yeah, Pettison Henderson was that night, too. I'm pretty sure I watched that event at your place. Yeah. Pretty certain when we saw the Ninja yeah, Kick. Yeah, I still have a memory of, like, because um, I wanted looking back and seeing Prab standing up after the Showtime kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys were both there. Like when yeah, we yeah. saw that, we we're like, especially in 2010. Fuck? Yeah, shit's more flashy Ten now. Ten years ago, but at that time, to see the Showtime kick was no. like, what in the fuck is this? Yeah. This is the Matrix. That was even yeah. That was before. That was a couple months before Anderson Silva did the front kick to Vitor. And the craziest part about that shit was it didn't even, and no one talks about this, it didn't finish the fight. No, no, Ben no, no, Henderson no. still went for a yeah, single yeah, yeah. leg and yeah, rolled yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. He didn't get finished with that. That was insane. Uh, it did seal the fight, though. Dude, uh, another thing that I've also been doing, this corona thing been driving me fucking nuts. I, just, I went back and started watching old UFC events. Like, mm. I, I made like a uh, a sticky note here. I want to go back and watch all the Strike Force events, all the WEC events, all UFC events, all Pride <laughs> you events. You use the sticky notes like me. Same yeah, exactly. And these are the shows that I eventually want to get back to as well. Too. Dude, I have a sticky note <laughs> list of like shows and movies as well. It's the same fucking thing. It's <laughs> like just random things I need to remember. Like, oh, um, like I, I returned something to Old Navy and I need yeah. a tracking number. So that's on the sticky note. Exactly. It's like just random it's things perfect. I need sticky to Sticky note is like yeah. the most when useful When I reformat my computer, I'll, you know, you go through the hard drive, make sure you backed everything up. The one thing I've missed a couple of times is sticky notes because oh, they're not no. saved anywhere. You have oh, to open shit. up the app to see. So yeah. now I always remember, copy, paste, paste into a notepad, doc- save it. Or that, yeah. Cool. No, I, so I watched uh, Pride 1. I've seen UFC 14, 15. They used to call it UFC Japan, Ultimate Japan, which is so fucking redundant and wow. dumb. Yeah, that's, but that was their first ever event in, uh, cool. in Japan. Uh, Frank Shamrock's UFC debut, Kazushi Sakuraba's UFC debut. Um, there was a Sakuraba had this. Uh, I'll show it to you. I, I have like it on my you Twitter. Got Ozark and the boys top two. Oh yeah, they're gonna be there. That it's actually an order of one I want to get okay, back to it too. And also, don't listen to Shab about Ozark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He already annoyed me when he's like, season three was easily the worst. I'm like, you do realize yeah. it's getting the best reviews of the three Interesting. seasons. I I saw the same thing that I you you laid out something when me and Zayn and you were chilling uh, where you're like it, it's getting a little ridiculous how they keep getting away with some of this stuff. Oh, yeah. I saw a couple of people on my Twitter timeline saying the same thing. Oh yeah. So like okay, it's it's super entertaining and fast paced. So you're never bored and you are interested in what happens next. Mm-hmm. But you're also aware of how can the same sets of characters keep having all these coincidences and things line up. To Is it like get the, to realism, the realism? The realism? Exactly. Like, you know, up. you're super aware while watching it. Yeah. None of this shit could happen in real life. This family would have been murdered by season, like episode three in real <laughs> life. Like they, they're never getting away with any of this. And like, it just so happens to be lucky. Like this character has this personality. So they're easily able to manipulate yeah. like things like that. We're like, come on, this is just lining up to it, but super entertaining. I would say we started Personally, I liked. Uh, I know season three got the best reviews. I like season two better. I think I thought season two was the best. I, I got to finish Better Call Saul tonight. That's the last episode, and then I have I'm on my stuff. Like I have episode a opening. seven, season one. Nice. I think you're gonna like it. I just I want to get will your. Say it's slow right now. Not I much do. has really happened at all in terms of story. It's just characters. I think there. season two is when it like, really starts to pick I'm up. I'm not bored. Yeah. 
But I can also acknowledge, like, after seven episodes, it feels like nothing's really happened. Like, dude, do you have an interest in actually watching the next episode? Yes, because okay. I like Saul. I like yeah. Mike. I know these characters from Breaking Bad. I I don't mind the slow pace because it's kind of like a Tarantino vibe. There's mm-hmm. no music. And he'll let the scene play out really yeah. long and kind of immerse you. The, the cinematography like in these shows yes. is really good. I like it's Breaking that. Bad level. Like, it's the same fucking exactly. people, right? So. I like that. But it's also strange. Like, the last thing I watched was Ozark Season 3. So to go the from that to like break, it's like holy fuck! Yeah. This pace is Dude, it so slow. Picks the fuck up though. Trust me, oh, season yeah, two you're really gonna fucking. Enjoy. I'm not like I'm not. I, I'm just saying it's nothing amazing right now. Mm-hmm. But I also do feel like they're they're putting the blocks into place to set shit up. So I'm like, all right, I got to give it its time. Yeah. Even Breaking Bad, I remember couple of people saying like i watched the first episode it's not even that great i'm like dude give it some time it, t- it took me uh like two watches of that first episode to yeah. finally get into it but yeah. i'm glad i fucking did i watched the first episode went well, all right cool it's and then after crazy. like three or four episodes like okay all right here we go here shit we starts go. to pick up here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i wanted to get your thoughts on this this was one of the earlier like early stoppages i've ever seen i just wanted to get your perspective on it uh conan silvera against uh, kazushi sakuraba so silvera is like going ham on him against the cage and then Sakuraba shoots for a takedown and Big John just stops the fucking fight. Watch this. Oh, that's a bad... He, it looks like he thought he collapsed. He didn't right. collapse. Because he the way he dropped down, he went to shoot for the single with the, with the hand that's on the other side of his body so Watch Big this. John didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He must have thought that he flopped down or was giving up. So he kind of got lucky because you'll actually recognize that guy, Conan Silvera. I've heard of him. Oh, he's the fucking yeah. coach? Yeah. He's the ATT coach? I didn't even know he, he was a fighter. What the fuck? Yeah. Dude. He's in the early UFCs. Dude, I... <laughs> I you've always wondered who this guy was, right? <laughs> I've, I have the, the image already, like, burned in my mind of uh, Amanda Nunes just jumping up on him. Oh, and yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's massive, dude. Yeah, he's huge. He's fucking massive. But yeah, Sakuraba had to fight him in their heavyweight tournament. And... Uh, so they, they normally, they've been doing tournaments pretty much since UFC 1, but they have four fighters and they'll fight all their fights in one night. So Tank Abbott fought some Japanese guy earlier and he had to go all 15 minutes. There's there's, there's a 12 minute round and then a three minute overtime round. And if there's still nothing after that, the judges give them a decision. Tank Abbott went to 415, just completely gassed, standing or sitting on top of this guy, just slowly peppering him, peppering him. Uh, he broke his left hand. So they managed to do a rematch of these two the same night that this happened. Oh, and then wow. Sakuraba comes out there and arm bars him right after that. And then he wins the oh, heavyweight so tournament. He, did, he won this. He got a rematch so, right away. Right away. Same night. Fucking rematch. That's hilarious. <laughs> Fucking insane. Dude, there's been some crazy like... Uh, Mike Goldberg's first UFC event was uh, UFC Japan. Um, it's so funny how everyone just bloats up as they get older. Yeah, like, yeah, why yeah. Does, so it's like jokes. the face too. Like, why does everybody's face get <laughs> yeah, fat? That's so true. And the funny thing is, he was actually kind of like way more coherent in this first one because I think he had a lot of like drug abuse issues and shit afterwards. Oh, okay. Once he, you start to get he, familiar, he, he looks like someone who would who might be drunk. He now. went through that shit. Uh, Tank Abbott against Mar- Maurice Smith was a fucking beast back then. He was their heavyweight champion. Um, he beat it, Coleman. Cole, Coleman laid on him for like, I'd say. Uh, the, the first round was 12 minutes he laid on him for like 8 minutes and then once he got he up gassed, he right? completely gassed. Yeah, he gassed and then all Marie Smith doing the entire time leg kicks leg kick leg kick leg kick it's like 4 minutes of leg kicks won him the fight I think Rogan talks about that or no wait who's the guy that deaded Coleman against the cage with the with the left leg kick I think it was Smith no 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 I think it, it was, was Smith guy no, I, I think I know who you're talking about. And I'm pretty sure it was Smith where he was against the there. cage and he just got kicked and yeah. slumped down in a sitting position dead 
Let, let me let me confirm that. No, it was a white dude. I'm pretty certain it was. I would just want to see if he fought him twice. Um, UFC 14. No decision. Yeah, yeah, that that's one that I watched. Did you fight him again though? No. Who the fuck did? Oh, was Comey? it Pete something? Let's see. God, why can't... Pete Williams? Bam! Pete I knew it. There we go. Oh, dude, that, that one. one was. Uh, yeah, this. I think Rogan talks about this one me. where it, it was, was kind of bad. similar in that, like, these kickboxers just learned how to protect themselves from the guard and wait till these jack guys gassed out. Yeah, they would fuck them up. That's pretty much what uh, Marie Smith did. Yeah. This was the one. Because Coleman had no cardio. No, zero. Look how gassed he is. Yeah, he's too tanked. This knockout is retarded. I can watch this anytime. It was so good. Look at this. Boom! So and he's got shoes I on. I know, that's the fucked up part. Come on. Why is he even... <laughs> well, which organization? Was it Pride? Where if you wore shoes, you can't throw kicks. Uh, I d- didn't say anything about that in the Pride event that I watched. Okay. The first one at yeah, least. There, there, are, there are a couple where I've seen someone wearing shoes and throwing kicks, but I swear like... The trade-off was you can wear shoes, but you can't throw kicks. So wrestlers would want to wear it's shoes. It's so weird that they actually did this. Allow though. shoes? Like, ugh. And fucking Mark Kerr, dude. Holy shredded and a half. This was a couture in Belfort. But look at it. Like, he did, you don't really see it in this, but fucking no, shredded. That's... Both of the... So UFC 14 and 15, he was in the first round. The guy who won on the opposite side of the bracket saw that Mark Kerr won. They're like, fuck it, not doing it. So the alternate had to come in. And he would always like wreck the alternates. Both of them. Oh, they didn't want to fight him. No, they didn't they want to fight. Just so scared, dude. Of him. His uh, UFC 50 19 second knockout of I think it was this guy. Just fucking need him. The guy dead immediately. He was so juiced, oh, juiced beyond oh, belief. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Mix the sauces, all of them. Mix them. It's like Coleman because he was on it. Coleman. Was Coleman on too. Yeah, they're they're the same team. Team Have Hammerhouse. you ever seen the fixed fight with Coleman where he got heel hooked? I haven't seen that one yet. I'm hoping it's, that's... It's kind uh, of hilarious. Was it Pry? I think it's it was kind Pry. of hilarious. I haven't seen it yet, but... Li- you know what? Like Coleman's on Do you remember the guy's name? Tanahash. Talking... I don't know. No, I don't. Uh, fixed fight. Let's see. Yeah, that Disgrace one. Disgraces America. <laughs> that's the What's title? the name of the fucking... It doesn't even say who won the fight. It doesn't even show who he's fighting. Mm. It just says, Mark Coleman disgraces America. <laughs> Hold on, let me see. Uh, Dude, oh, this guy's in all the Japanese guys' even corners the too. Actually, were like, uh, let's see. Where's the like finish? Coleman is clearly just hanging out on top of him, waiting for him to grab the leg. This is like you know Coleman could just drop down and take mount if he needed to. He's like, oh no, my leg. Oh. Look, he's just hanging out. He's not even trying. Let me to def- let me roll once so it yeah. looks real. Yeah, he's not trying. And he's doing the wrestling. He's doing thing. the wrestling thing. Are you gonna tap? It's like he's going. No, 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 dude. I'm interested in the fact that the fight actually went like nine minutes, though. Like, is it just you him? Have to make it look good. Yeah, it's just him on top, but not really trying to hurt him. Yeah, because he's the grandfather of fucking yeah. uh, ground and pound. Like, yep. I don't see any ground and pound in this yet. Literally just on top of him. <laughs> like, you know he would pressure more. Wow. Yeah, he passed a Kirk? bit, but yeah, he knew Kirk. he had to throw the fight. That's well, insane, Another dude. thing is I swear they would come and come to guys in the back and be like, um, you'll get an extra bonus if you make it last more than five minutes or if you don't do this. Like, Yeah, even this, he finished a couple guys with this scarf hold as well, too, in the UFC. I swear there was a grappler who was told, like, don't take it to the ground. And he's like, yeah, fuck that. I took the guy right to the ground immediately and fucked him up. 
The only thing that sounds familiar with is uh, Kimball when he fought uh, somebody. I forgot who he fucking Petruzzelli? fought. I think it was Petrozelli. And Petrozelli still fucking like murdered him. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they gave him a bonus not to go for a takedown on Kimbo, and then he knocked him out anyway in 10 seconds. This is the first time I saw this I guy. love that, the, the Rogan video. Have you seen it? Of right before Petrozelli Kimball starts. Oh, yeah, yeah, He makes yeah. it, he's like, he's like I, I think this. he's going to fuck him up. Let's see. And like yeah. immediately <laughs> yeah. it happens. Like, yep. <laughs> Told you. Dude, <laughs> imagine if you were Joe Rogan at that time when MMA, nobody knew what Making it was. Money? You, Just Anderson Silva was like a minus 110 to leave yeah. in or something. And he told his friend to throw all the money on <laughs> every single what? one. What? Yeah. That's what insane. The fuck, man. Yeah. Th- there's some uh, chemo against Dan Severn. Remember chemo? <laughs> Fucking came out with the cross when no, he fought. Uh, I don't know chemo. I know Dan Severn from WWF when oh, I was yeah. watching as a kid. Chemo fought uh, Hoist Gracie at UFC 2. And it, it, he tired Hoist out so much that Hoist couldn't continue, and some guy had to come in. Oh, that in was the main event. Okay, yeah, we guessed. was just out. next level, like so jacked too. That fight was so fucking boring. Um, what is this? What was this? Oh, there was a. This guy got this fucking hematoma on his head. One of the, the first ever hematomas I've ever seen. Uh, but the guy like initiated that hematoma by kicking the guy while he's on the ground which is illegal at the time oh as he's falling out of the cage or out of the ring sorry this guy you know this guy uh nathan oh, jones he was a yeah. he was a jones he was WWF a WWE. guy yeah yeah but yeah, he got like comored by a fucking sumo wrestler <laughs> right away <laughs> dude pride one was nuts oh uh, oleg taktarov <laughs> Yo. i remember him i remember him right, let me just show you this fucking knockout gary grudridge just fucking deading guys are you kidding me Where's that fucking knockout? Dude, he fucking... And the, the follow-up punches were probably even worse. Here we go. So disgusting. Ugh. Come on. It's coming here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. What the Those fuck? Those extra two were like he looks, super he unnecessary. He looks like a passed out drunk. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's exactly how a guy passes Yo, out they drunk. They stretchered him out. Okay. <laughs> okay, yo, when people are like on their stomach, their head's always to one side. Nope. This guy's straight <laughs> his on nose his tip of his nose. Like, yeah. His head is straight up. Yo, they fought he got fucked up, dude. The the, the follow-up shots though. Oh, oh two of them. His hands are torn. Yeah, exactly. Not even so out of it. And then uh yeah, they stretched him out. I don't know if they show it. But Gary Gray, that's, yeah. how, Zane, that's yeah. how Zane would pass out. If, if you got Zane drunk and tired, that's how you'd pass out. That's how he would look. All right. I just want to end off on this. I want to see if that was actually his last fight. I like Tektor of Topology. Uh, the Russian Bear. 17 5 and 2. No. He actually beat Mark Kerr in 2008. Wow. He had a couple of fights after that. Okay. I thought he fucking would have called it quits after that bullshit. Every time I hear Kerr, I always think of Wheezy's line. I keep the double R, me and Steve Kerr. Oh, shit. I, <laughs> I, that's all I ever... <laughs> that's the only thing that fucking comes into my head every time. Anything else that uh, we may have missed in terms of MMA these last Dude, couple days? Last couple weeks? What I'm excited for is, even though I don't want to see Gaethje Tony, if that event happens, it also signals the start of every oh. fucking week till 2021... UFC possible multiple events every week too I'm hoping here's the thing now that I'm hearing 
Rogan is testing all of his guys, and apparently it costs like 200 bucks a test, which is nothing for the UFC. Hey, if you only got a limited number of people and everyone has been tested, that's that's not... Is there a risk there? I don't see how there's a risk there if everyone's fucking been tested. My only concern is the fact that they're saying it's not FDA approved yet, so how accurate are those tests? Well, see... That will come back to the company because if the company wants to fuck around with a test that's not that great, they're gonna have to deal with the PR nightmare after. But so I'm I'm hoping that the UFC's like really they're probably super strict with it when it comes to fighting. Like you gotta have your your eyes dotted, your T's crossed. So I'm hoping I like I I think it should be fine. I'm hoping Nevada gives them that exemption to run their events at the PI. Like just do it. That's the easiest way to go about yeah. it rather than this and whole then fight island fight is international shit. though. That's that's more yeah. of the traveling in the border. Stuff. I hope they 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 keep doing events there. I hope it's not like um like a, a temporary solution. No, no. It seems like well, the fact that they've trademarked Fight Island and all that. Yeah. I think that's going to be like like a like a gimmick type. It should deal. be a destination. Yeah, like they Fuck should do yeah. it like a f- like they could do international fight weeks there. Do like fucking exclusive fans yeah, come and watch yeah, this fucking man. shit. I would totally fucking have like a chopper that. circling the island, giving you different film. Yeah, how fucking stuff. sick Why would that fuck be? Not, dude. Uh, Lyman Good, first fighter to test positive for COVID nineteen, yeah, but he's there. in New York, which oh. is like the epicenter of this shit, right? So it kind of oh, makes the, sense. The whole world, I yeah. Heard New York is the worst in the world for this shit. Well, outside of what China's reporting to, I don't know. Yeah, who knows what those fucking? I think it's a Rogan podcast where they keep talking about like how there's so many uh, cell phone signals missing. Over 22 million cell phone signals Based on missing. how many lines have been canceled, yeah. suddenly they can estimate deaths. And it's like, yeah, there's like millions missing. Like, uh, That's fucking nuts, if that's actually true. Dude, when you fucking see guy, a uh, truck pull up, two dudes in hazmat suits come out and wa- escort someone into a fucking cage and then drive off. Like, what the fuck is this? This is a movie. Yeah. This is Blade Runner or some Even shit. Even the, 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 the pictures of like the grave sites that I'm seeing, they're just dumping bodies into pits now. Like, that's Dude, fucked. This is the problem when your population is too big. It's the same issue in India. They have over a billion people that every life means that little. Like, yeah, no true. one life means anything. They're so used to just yeah. people dying everywhere because there's so many fucking people. You get desensitized to it. I, 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 I hope statistics. the ship goes over soon, though, man. Like, I'm happy with the work from home situation. And then, like, again, me, myself, I'm an introvert kind of as well, too. So I don't mind just chilling at home and going on drives every now and then going for walks and stuff but in terms of just seeing everybody go back to normal and everything go back to normal would be kind of (laughs) nice i won't i won't lie i'm kind of looking forward to that um we're gonna shell out two more deciding splits episodes for you guys so we're gonna be getting right into that uh but in terms of like topics in terms of ufc there's not much going on other than the ufc 249 uh that's been you know tentatively so we'll, announced we'll probably be back what like may 2nd I guess, yeah may 2nd week. the week before you know that's also if they confirm that the event is happening uh yeah probably I may third week may 4th i think it will we'll come back i, with I actually commercials. think this event's gonna happen i don't know man i, I don't know yeah well we'll save that for the, the here's the, another the funny time. little tidbit did you know that on the what is it the the board of um people that help determine when it's best to open up the economy or how best to do it it includes dana and vince donald yeah. trump has named those two to be on the advisory they said a bunch board of the the sporting uh, leaders what? yeah but what what 
Does Dana look like a fucking guy who should be advising anybody on when the economy should open? <laughs> what? It this guy doesn't sense. know anything no. other than fights. The, the the fact that they're including business centric and business minded people in it is not a good thing because those people want the businesses to open up even quicker and they might be jumping the gun at that point, right? Yeah, so, and not to mention, this is a guy who literally like three weeks ago said he doesn't like books or reading. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> exactly. Get him the fuck off the panel. Yeah. Where is Brian Stan? This is my question right now. I heard it's him on funny. Anakin yeah, Flow. After Flo. I'm like, yes, where is this back. guy? Can you fucking save the world now, yeah. Brian Stan? What is going on? It's Become president time. already. Yeah, exactly. Fuck, no, I'm man. totally behind that. I How is he not president? Stan and DC are probably like the two, and even Chill to a certain extent, I think you could see as a replacement for Dana. But I think Brian Stan got to be number one. Gotta be no, not been chill. a fighter. Not chill. I, the the, the not thing chill. about Chael is is the no. fact that he's had a bit of a murky past in terms of his like legalities and all that shit. When uh, I think Brian Stan, hands him, down, him and Frank Mir, they're they're very similar in the sense when they're talking, when you're listening to them, you're like, holy fuck, this guy's super smart, smart and insightful. Then when you actually dig into what they're saying, you're like, oh, there's a lot of stupidness going on. They're here. they're good with delivering the information, but it may not Frank be the correct really, information. Frank is really good with being objective and like yeah. breaking down how he should fight, and then he'll go out and do the dumbest shit. You're like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? How are you this smart outside and this this dumb after? Yeah. Chael is just like he doesn't really like even get all the facts before he starts going off on a topic, and and he'll he'll go off in an intelligent. That's manner. why I stopped listening to his podcast. Yeah, because I'm like. <laughs> You're not, you're, this is Gather all wrong. the facts. Yeah, you're yeah. not gathering all the facts. Yes, you sound smart. Assuming what you thought was true was true, but it's yeah. not. So yeah. now it's all a stupid thing. Like, you, what are you talking about? That's chill. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, let's end this shit off here. Uh, make sure you guys go check out the deciding splits. I'm going to drop the combat stories first, and then we'll do the deciding splits over the next two weeks. A little bit of a flashback episode, something that we've been doing uh, over the last couple of weeks with this hiatus in terms of news and all that shit going on. So make sure you guys go check that shit out. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Let's just fucking get into the other ones. Mm-hmm.